And here we go again. This is The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding. Brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. We make lots and lots of shoes and they're really, really neat. With so many kinds to choose when we put them on our feet. And they always come in twos. We make shoes. Bands. Off the wall. Since 1960, motherfucking sick. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. Bro, you put a little something extra on that one, eh? Yeah, we getting turned up tonight in studio, you feel me? <laughs> I'm D. Jones. As always, I got the ghost with me and Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still. Brother, what are we working with this week? As always, big week in studio, E. We got the big homie, gnarliest man in the game. Possibly the gnarliest dude we've ever had on the pod. Oh, uh, Arguably. Argue, you can make an argument. Top five for show. Top five. I like it. None other than, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Nothing we, better than a top five list. We did have Ben Gilly on the show, so he, you know. We've but, also had Leo Romero, Mason Silva. Yeah. Anyways. Some, some downright animals. Without further ado. <laughs> you hitting all the cliche lines, dog. It's Ryan DeCenzo in the building. Big fan. Big homie. Love the guy. It was uh, awesome to finally get him on the pod. Yeah, we had a nice little chat, you know, some Canadian boys catching up. Mm-hmm. And we're taking y'all straight to the post office. And of course, ending it with the rundown. You smell me? <laughs> I know Ants One's blood is just boiling. We're one and a half minutes into this episode, and he's already been hit with two, as always. Oh, yeah. Chill, Ants. Shit. Hit us on Instagram at the Bunt Live. Subscribe on YouTube at the Bunt Live, and then head over to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash the Bunt. We got something for our patrons. Well, yeah, man. If you're a patron, you already know what time it is. It's box season. Box season it is. We'll be selecting the winners of the three boxes uh, end of season. So prepare yourselves and stay patroning. Is that a verb? It works for me, man. What's popping with the bunlive.com ghost? Well, I mean, it's chilly up here in Canada, so if you need a toque, of course, holler. Beanie, as they call them, down south. And uh, if you're looking to style out and get a cap, shit, you know what time it is. Head over to the bunlive.com. Two of the finest hats available in the fucking world. And now, it's shout out of the week. I don't even know why we do this some weeks, because it is just that damn obvious. But give it to them, man. Man, honestly, running out of nice things to say about our little homie, Mason Silva. Not so little anymore. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. About, about to be Sodi if uh, if our money, if we're betting men. I've been preaching that all season. Bruh, I mean, it's a wrap. It's a fact. You've seen his Spitfire part by now. Shout out to Mason. You're fucking savage. An animal. An absolute shredder of Satan's pain. And you do it with grace, man. It's so unrelatable for scrubs like me and Donald. Extremely unrelatable. But we appreciate it nonetheless. You're an absolute 
savage in the streets, my guy. We love watching it. How many parts is that already? That's got to be like four now. Four. Two in like the last three weeks. Yeah, even had the IGTV part. God damn. Would man. you be, even be surprised if there was another? Like this guy is ready. This is his year. If they take this away from him, no, no, no. I, I know they've been they've been robbing our picks the last I know, few years. I know that the border is locked down right now, but we will make our way down there <laughs> and talk to someone at Thrasher if the, if it's taken away from Mason. No, no, no. They ain't taking shit from Mason. Lock that in. It's a no contest. Best. I don't want to see no online voting. None of those thumbnails with even mine and your faces on them. No one else is eligible this year. It's Mason only, man. Yeah, Miles came out hot with right, his fine, second Miles. part, but Mason just had to, you know what I'm saying, go savage mode on him. <laughs> like you said, man, it's a rap, it's a fact. Mason Silva, Sodi, get it popping. This week, we have the Canadian legend, Ryan Desenzo, in the fucking building. Long time coming, long time overdue. We're talking gnarly skaters. He is up there. You said top five. I ain't gonna disagree. Hey man, doing it for Dark Star, Globe, Red Bull, to name a few. You know what I'm saying? Yo, he came up under the good homie Paul Macnow's wing, doing it for Dark Star for a long time. Big shouts to Ryan Desenzo. Let's get into the interview. Hey, you kind of came up under Macnow's wing too, man. What happened to your gnarly side? All I can do is sigh, my guy. My body broke down or else I'd be jumping down them 20s with Ryan. You, you know what I'm switch saying? gap to lipping. Exactly what he is. Switch gap to sacking. But at least I'm trying. <laughs> you would. All right. Only one thing left to do. We got the beers in the hands. Get your phone out. Hit the app. Or let's head into the store. Downtown at Queen and Spadina. Uptown Avenue in Lawrence. Maker Pizza. I'm feeling wings. I'm feeling a bodega. You're going to get your Dr. Pepperoni all to yourself. Maddie, tell the people what's good. This is literally the best pizza in the world. All right, let's get the interview popping. All right, it has been a long time coming, but finally, Mr. Ryan Desenzo is in the building. Welcome to Studio E, man. Hell yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Of course. Yeah, I've been friends with Ryan for a long time now. I'm surprised it took this long, but sometimes you got to wait for good things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just I'm just bouncing all over the place, too. You know what I mean? I'm a little sporadic. <laughs> well, we got you now, bro. We start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Skate moment? Probably just skating with Mac now. I don't even know. There's not even one skate moment that just, just all the gnarly moments of Mac now just destroying Mm-hmm. chomping <laughs> and then sports moment i mean can we just like can we just call like jake brown's fucking fatty to like where he went to flat can we just call that a sports moment oh my <laughs> definitely <God. laughs> that was a savage athlete moment yeah this is just the most savage moment that's where uh make it or jake it was born man yeah savage. i've never heard that morgan always says that right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a wee statement that's a wee statement yeah, for sure uh, yeah uh so yo take us back to the beginning where did you come up and how'd you get into skating i came up in delta in the burbs of uh, vancouver 
and uh, I got into skating just with my little bro. We had like some old shitty like Zellers boards back in the day, but they didn't really roll very good. And then our homie got like a fucking double lit board, as we called it, <laughs> twin tit, and uh, it was just so much better. You could like actually kind of ollie off the ground on those ones, and uh, so we were kind of hooked after that. And then my dad got it, me and my bro some from the bike shop. Hell yeah. yeah. Those Zellers boards probably stopped so many people from actually pursuing skating. But how come any of they start? Eh, I guess. But imagine they didn't exist and you had to just get a proper board to start with. Yeah. But then it was, yeah, it's like way less likely that you're going to do that. I guess, yeah, it's good to filter out the fucking... That's why we need those. That's why we need the Walmart Dark Star boards in there. I don't give a shit what people say. Oh, this That's guy's like, promoting off top, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, how many parents are like just likely to pull up to skate shops by chance? Like, you're in department stores all the time as parents. Yeah, kids see the board, boom, it's that easy, and then they stick with it. They get a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, it works. Fair enough. It goes both ways, I think. It does go both ways. So, what was your first big? Wait, how, how'd you get your first board? Um, what kind Virgil, was it? No, Virgil lent me one. Uh, like we went to shred. And I was gonna rollerblade, mm-hmm. and my I hadn't tried you, my roller. You were gonna rollerblade at shred. Yeah, <laughs> this is like grade seven. And then I tried my rollerblades on. I hadn't tried them in like a year. My they didn't fit anymore. And then our homie Virgil is like, "Yo, you can borrow my my other board." And yeah, then that, too. that changed my life. The Virgil had a vert board and a street board back then. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty sick. After that, my mom bought me a proper one because. I'm not gonna deal. go to Zellers after yeah. that. Well, I got mine from a like a sports store. Remember Sports Authority? No. Yeah, it was kind of like Sport Check before Sport Check, so mm-hmm. it was like kind of a good board kind of shit. Nice. All right. What was your first big break in the skate industry? Like, well, I don't know. I I think it was just like when fucking Mac now was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you under my wing, and I'm gonna make you. If you don't want to grind this rail, you're gonna fly down some gaps. <laughs> or you're gonna fly over this rail or you're gonna do something yeah he was my big break he hooked me up canadian fucking godfather in the industry man paved yeah. the way for a lot of people yeah for sure so you've been getting buck in the streets for a long time <laughs> take us back to the early days shredding with your bro scooter scott Desenzo, and uh magnus hansen um yeah dude it was epic we would just wake up and meet up at the bus stop like in between our house and magnus's house and we would hop on the bus and we would go straight to the sky train and then we wouldn't even always have like a plan where we were going by the time we get to the sky train we'd just be like should we go this way and go to this spot should we go that way should we go downtown we'd just have like a vhs cam or whatever and just be going off and just pissing off security guards all over downtown and then like cruise around burnaby trying to skate random schools and like dude it was insane we were just we were all over the place all over the whole lower mainland it was fun so you're just filming each other back then yeah pretty much who's the best filmer in the squad and who's the worst who's the one where you're like fuck i don't want so-and-so oh uh, well for, for sure like magnus was the worst filmer <laughs> <laughs> there's always one but he, he knew it too he was like dude dog don't make me film bro it was a good out though. It's it's a good strategy. That's why he's so much better at skating. Like you know what I mean. It's, it's just, definitely a good strategy. Yeah, I wish I would have. I mean, like maybe I'd have like some Magnus tricks if I fucking did 
didn't have the camera in my hand so much. <laughs> We've got some friends who are terrible iPhone filmers, and it's all strategy, man. Yeah, it's uh, what Aiden, Aiden, and Ben. Yeah. Ben, Ben could be better. Yeah. yeah, it's not it. It's not always easy to. Sometimes I have I have like good days and bad days when I'm filming the homies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just depends if you have energy and you're excited about what you're filming. Yeah, it, pretty much. And if your homie's taking fucking a century, you're like, yo, not today. <laughs> once you sit, once you stop moving, then you know it's taking too long. When, yeah. the, when the filmer sits down, it's like, okay, yeah, let's wrap this up. So back then, you guys all rode for circuit together. When the kibosh video dropped. Canada was put on notice by you guys. How fun was working on that project? Um, it was really rad because it was just like our first times as kids, like kind of going out and, you know, going street skating with a crew that's like, we're just going filming. And we went to Calgary and uh, we were with Crawley and like, it was just rowdy, you know, it was a crazy little <laughs> Canadian circus squad that we had back then. And uh, it was just, it was rowdy and it was fun. And, we were just kids experiencing it all for the first time, so it was super fucking rad as a child. Were you in Calgary at the same time as our buddy Warren? Yeah, Warren. Yeah, Warren Ouijin. He's the man, dude. Ouijin, yeah. We used to call him the Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Nate Rolene. Yeah, Nate, Nate Rolene was super on point. Just like, what? Who is this kid? Where did he come from? The front blunt, front big, heard across Canada. Yeah, dude, yeah. what a sick thing to have like a an American shoe company have a Canadian video. It's so fucking dope. Yeah, that was yeah, that was good cool. idea, man. Circa was like the Vans Canada of back then. Yeah, exactly. Circa took over Canada. Yeah, pretty much. If you couldn't get sponsored by Circa, you were <laughs> blowing it. <laughs> right, their flow team was like, dude, they had like twenty kids on the flow team. Yeah, they were like 500 deep, yo. <laughs> yeah. they Dude, they hooked us up, too. I couldn't believe that how much. We were just groms, just getting crazy packies, going to high school with different kits on all every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. nuts. They even, uh, they fucked with Canada so hard, they made Circa Tall Tees. Did they? Yeah, maybe. You didn't have any of those. I, I was pretty small. Everything was a tall tee for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So speaking of kits, in a day and age when kits and style are always on everyone's mind, you've kept it 100 your whole skate career and never really switched up your steed. How come you've been one to never follow any trends, man? I don't know. I just feel like I like the I like the way that like a skater looks like when he looks like a skater, not like a trendy looking skater. I like mm -hmm. the way that like the skater looks like when he's like a timeless looking skater. You know what I mean? Kind of like you, man. Like an Andrew Reynolds, like how he doesn't you know he doesn't go too crazy and any other direction than like rowley or someone mm -hmm. who kind of sticks to his like you know his style so yeah i just like that the cool part about it is when you look back on all your footy and parts and magazine stuff when you're older it's all going to be pretty seamless you know some people are going to have like insane style <laughs> changes yeah for sure yeah i mean what was that homie's some... name that canadian homie had the sickest one in one of the green apple videos Fuck, I forget what his name is now. Like style, style change? And they changed the song, and oh. he was like tall tees and then tight pants. It was like half and half. Do you remember that, Ryan? Oh, what was that, Haslam? No, no, no. Haslam had a part like that too, I think. Oh, really? Fuck, I forget. He was so sick. I think he was on DC. Reynolds was a bad example, though, I think. 
Reynolds went super tight for a bit, and now he's a little loose. Yeah, but he was kind of like he was pioneering that though too. I think at the same time, like he wasn't really following a trend; he was like making his own trend. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the sick thing about Reynolds is it's come all the way back around. If you look at his oldest footage, he's yeah. got like baggy pants and like a regular t-shirt. Yeah. And then he went like super hush and some like leather jackets and shit. But he's yeah. right back to like his first yeah, kits and like chill. birdhouse kits. Yeah, and shit. for sure. I mean, and it's not like it's extreme like no yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's not hash to like fresh yeah like all yeah. kind of hash so you mentioned it before but paul macknell took you under his wing back in the day what was it like having a legend like him showing you the ropes it was wild man it was super crazy having uh paul just show me the way and like basically he just like guided me to like this is how you be like a legit pro skater you know what i mean and i was just like mm-hmm. I basically like apprenticed from him without even knowing it. I was just like a kid, you know what I mean? And like, he was like, you know, if you get broke off, you're gonna go home and like, you're gonna not like cry about it and whine. You're gonna like drink a beer and shut the F up and like sit (laughs) on the couch and whatever, you know what I mean? You don't have to skate the next day, but you're not gonna whine about it. You're gonna ice your shit and you're gonna be a man about it. And I'd be like, all right, all right, cool. (laughs) Damn, yo. <laughs> Let me write this down real quick. You know what I mean? Like, no wonder you turned out the way you did. Yeah. So you've probably seen him do some insane stuff. Like, give us a quick rundown on how Macknell would approach a big reel. Um. Well, lots of times he would go to like a park or something before, and if he was gonna nose blunt or five o this rail, he would just like nose blunt, nose blunt, nose blunt the rail, <laughs> and then like get in the car, drive like a hundred miles an hour in his Beamer fucking hauling ass i'd be like holding on to like the oh shit handles everywhere like holy fuck (laughs) like he's trying to get there as fast as he can while he's like still warmed up and then he gets to the spot and he's like whatever he has to do if he has to bondo some shit it's all just like quick and if like the filmer and photographer aren't there he's like pissed like what the fuck are you doing calling him like yo get over here now i'm I'm about to do this now like (laughs) (laughs) and i'd just be like kind of a kid just like stressing out like holy shit this is intense and like is there anything i can do paul like like dude i was so useless i was so useless i couldn't do anything i was like i could just be like i was just like his little cheerleader homie i was like you got it man you got it (laughs) and then he'd get so buck whatever he'd nose blunt whatever back lift the rail you know whatever line he was trying to do it would all just happen like super easy right away and then he goes chill by the water by the car have a water and be like all right ryan you're like what we got this gap right over here we got this like all right we're going like right now like get in the car and look and boom like back to fucking 100 miles an hour in the beamer again like on the shoulder of the five freeway like dude he was not one that uh fared well with traffic yeah and uh that's probably why he's up in cranbrook (laughs) he's away from it all now yeah fuck man such a legend yeah i'm I'm a little envious because i skated with paul a bunch but like when he was a little bit past like his gnarliest days yeah. so I, I didn't get the full like i saw i definitely saw him do a couple of crazy things like captain nose grind this rail in scarborough and shit but Jeez, i wish man. i could have seen him on some of those like notorious hammers he got back in the day and just like his whole approach sounds amazing dude yeah it's like firing red eyes just 
Yeah. Dragon mode. But when you said that he gets all hyped for you to do your trick after, I definitely remember that about yeah. him. Such a sick t- like he's the best kind of team manager you would want. Like yeah, exactly. So he, he gets even... just as hyped for someone else to get something as he does for himself. Yeah, I don't even think he really realized it, but he was pretty much just doing that for me. Like he was like the the TM. Like, all right, all right, you got fucking beat up on this gap. Like we need to go get you some food. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like it was sick, dude. He's the man, dude. I love that guy. In the couple years that we were like doing red star no i don't think it was a coincidence that he was there when i did some of the best tricks i've ever done in my life there's just something about his presence where you're like yo mac now's here like i need to does it like push you in the right direction yeah yeah. oh yeah totally totally and like you're like all right he's here he's watching me like if i eat shit he's gonna take care of me like i I can go as hard i can go as hard as i want like let's go so that was awesome you you feel like you gotta leave it all on the line mm-hmm. like if you get back into the van after pussying out like you know oh, you can't even look at him <laughs> yeah. which was which was great for me later when like you know skating with people like phelps and shit like it's like the same thing which mm-hmm. even a little bit more leveled up you know what i mean so mac now couldn't have had a better person to prep me for the pro skate yeah it's one of those guys that you like don't want to let down yeah don't let paul down no don't even like don't even fuck up his sandwich dude don't fuck it up at subway bro (laughs) do not fuck up his subway (laughs) so we know you used to skate your boards backwards is that still the case and if so uh what the hell is going on with that man um yeah that's still the case uh rare rarely enough a lot of people who skate their boards backwards are like, oh, yeah, I did that for a couple of years. And then my friend was like, turn it around. What are you doing? But um, I don't know. I'm just I just I'm hooked on it. I like it. It reminds me of like, a, you know, back in the day when you had the fucking old boards with the fish tail and the small nose. And, <laughs> That's what like, you need reminding of? What? <laughs> That's what you need reminding of? Those old boards? That's what I like to feel like I'm skating sometimes, like I'm a nin- like I'm a ninja turtle or something. Like I'm just cruising, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have no, they had pretty old school looking boards, the ninja turtles. Mm-hmm. So do you skate nolly and switch off the nose or off the tail then? Yeah, yeah. So I like the way that the nolly snaps quicker off the nose, like onto a handrail. You know what I mean? Like the nose is smaller, so it's shorter. The so tail, it, you're saying? Oh yes, yeah, so the tail. Our tail, your nose. Yeah, my nose. My nose, since it's backwards, is, it hits the ground quicker. So okay. I don't get those, like, you know when you're going to go, like, nolly board of rail? Not particularly. And you're like, whoa, and your your nose just <laughs> floats and misses, and you're, like, flying just towards sack. Like, it you just, want the quick snap. Yeah, I like, when it snaps a little quicker, I don't have to work as hard. But when you were trying, I think it looked like you were trying nolly 180 Switch Smith in the Transworld video. Oh yeah, came back to bite you in the ass, dog. You like got double black eyes somehow. (laughs) No, that was from (laughs) that wasn't from the braille. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that always confused me. I'm like, okay, you just like sacked the rail or something, and you have two black eyes. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, no, that that's the old that's old uh, story. How'd you get the black eyes? Oh, I'm surprised you guys don't know the story already. But it was just from me and my bro. We were fighting outside a bar. (laughs) <laughs> in Costa Mesa and uh I like oh we were fighting in the in the taxi at first and then the taxi driver pulled over 
And then I was like, yo, we should probably not fight because we're trying to get a ride home right now. And I don't remember why we we're fighting in the first place, but Scott had like eyes of fury and he was just swinging at me, but I kept dodging his punches and I was laughing. <laughs> and then, dude, I dodged like five or six punches and just one just, he tweety birded me. And uh, I was laid out on somebody's front lawn and there was like a police helicopter and the whole shebang. Damn. I think I think the cops gave me a ride to the hospital, and I got like a CAT scan or some shit. I was fine. I just had some stitches in my lip. He got me pretty good though. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're laughing, you're only making his rage build. Oh yeah, I know. Well, I just I kind of couldn't believe that I dodged this many of his punches, and I kept yelling at him, "Why are we fucking fighting? (laughs) What are we doing?" (laughs) And he's like, "Ah." But uh, I think it was about some girl in the bar or something. Oh, okay. coming between brothers, eh? She must have been hot. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe we're just drunk. Well, you're crazy for skating your nose backwards or your board backwards. Yeah. I feel so, like, vulnerable trying to nollie board side a rail off a fucking tail. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't get the pop and that would make me sack, not the other way around. Teach their own. Galia does that too. Yeah, it also feels nice for like back blunts and front blunts and tail slides. Yeah, I could see that. Just yeah. have I could see skating the nose for everything. Two noses. Yeah. 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 I tried. Two, I tried two noses, but I couldn't do that either. You miss yeah. your pop too much on the no- on nollies. Yeah, the nollie was too slow. <laughs> I would just every time I would miss my nose on every like bump to ledge, stairs, rail, everything. I was like, ah. I wonder if that's been done because two tails has been done, right? Wasn't Jeremy Rogers' board kind of like two tails? Yeah, didn't Shaw do that too? Element did that too. When I was riding for Element, I tried one of their boards that had the two tails. That one didn't work neither. Hold up, hold up. So, do your boards are the graphics on backwards? Yeah, sometimes if I'm lucky, they'll screen the they'll screen the graphics backwards for me. I ask for it every time, but it only happens sometimes. That's so funny. Uh, Speaking of boards, you've been on Dark Star forever now. Uh, how'd you first get hooked up with the team, assuming through Paul? And uh, yeah, what's the story there? Uh, yeah, like pretty much when Paul like took me under his wing and um, Galia was riding for them, uh, I was just skating with Paul and Galia a bunch. And um, the team manager at the time was Mikendo, who I had met through Paul. And he was I was staying at his house for a while in Cali and just like filming with him and skating pretty much every day. So he just kind of like put in a good word for me and was like, yeah, we can pay you and we can give you like a shit ton of boards. And I was just like, dude, I was getting so many boards and I was just like stoked, you know what I mean? And boards are really, really strong boards, good boards. So yeah, kept me happy. That's what's up, man. Yo, Galea's shredding again these days. I don't know if you've seen on Instagram. I've seen like a little bit, but I've probably followed too many people. I don't get enough of the Galea love on my... Yeah. yeah, it's good to see him out in them streets again. Yeah. It is CHPO brand contest time. Head over to CHPO brand on Insta and tell us what sunglasses Vanessa Torres is rocking while she's in weekend mode and a box is coming to your doorstep. It's just that easy. Be the first to send your answer to thebuntlive at gmail.com and a box is on its way. CHPO brand, doing it for the people. Yo. 
back in 07, I came down to California, uh, stayed at the Globe Team Manager's house. I forget his name. Chris Robinson. But you were at the crib as well. David Gonzalez, some good times. Galia, Mac now. But at the time, you were on Globe, but not fully on the team. And I feel like you basically forced your way on by <laughs> copping so many damn hammers, and which eventually led to your United by Fate part. But uh, tell us the story of, of you slowly making your way onto Globe Direct. Um, yeah, I mean, that was kind of a, it was like a, kind of like a slow process, but at the same time when it all happened, it just like happened overnight, you know what I mean? And uh, it was a lot because Mac now putting in a good word for me and then kind of meeting the other riders on the team and just like, there was like me and Nick Farini and Cody McIntyre that were like the three like new flow am kids i don't even know what we were they, they did like a commercial for us or some shit with some bangers but can't really remember and then i just remember like all right sick this means they're like taking me serious like i should probably try harder <laughs> and i was like what i'm getting grouped in with like cody mcintyre like he's like dude he's like a robot little machine like i was tripping on him when he was young he was baggy as yeah. Like I thought he was sick because I was like, dude, he's wearing the bag. He's shit. <laughs> People were hating on it, and I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> I like it. So yeah, I was just like, sick. All right, I, I gotta try harder and just uh, basically put like a little bit more effort into like coming down to Cali and getting getting footy down here. And Globe sent me a little weird little to do list almost. Yeah. And it was like, you gotta you gotta skate good in these contests. You gotta like. Lock down a solid Whoa. truck sponsor. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta like keep providing us with footage. You gotta get a checkout in Trans World. You gotta like. So I was like, this is the first time I've ever had any kind of like clarity. Like, oh, this is what I should actually. This is what I should be trying trying to do. Like, okay, sick. So I was like, cool. Like, I'm just gonna try and check off all the like. There was ten things on the list. I'm trying to check them all off. Obviously, it's not that easy, but like, yeah. Um. I got a bunch of, I got through a bunch of them and then they kind of started like recognizing like, oh shit, all right, like he's trying to do it. And then I might have won Tampa Am or something and then that just like turned the page for me like immediately, I think. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. You do Nolly Heel board uh, Hollywood 12? Yeah. In that time too, I remember that was in your part, that was fucking yeah. crazy at the time. I would love to see that checklist. I know. I know. I feel like I should. You got to find that in an email or something. No, it was on a piece of paper that they just gave us. <laughs> oh my, that's wow. so sick. And it was like like a little homework assignment, dude. It was it was kind of, it was kind of sick because like as a skateboarder, it's like I mean, it, obviously, it didn't say like at the bottom like number eleven, don't be a piece of shit, act like a fool, get drunk, and fucking you know do a bunch of drugs. Mm -hmm. But that was like kind of like given at the bottom, you know. <laughs> like there was a whole paragraph at the bottom after the checklist too. It was like it was like a motivational little paper. Like here you're That's you're on the sick. AM team, like go or like the flow team. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, yeah it was cool. I, I feel like that would be good for you because you're. I feel like you're the type of dude who would like be excited about setting goals within skateboarding. It's like the homework assignment that you actually want. Exactly. The only homework assignment I've ever gotten in my life that I was like, what? This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like go get hammers and fucking. Yeah. yeah. Find a truck sponsor. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, shit. All right. Got to get a legit truck sponsor. Got to quit Annex. <laughs> <laughs> what was the truck sponsor you got? 
I quit Annex and then I got on Thunder and then Globe was cool with me riding for Thunder, so perfect. Yeah. And then I I remember your United by Fate part dropped and it it, hap- it just so happened to break my heart, Dono. He switched back nose grind, pop outed uh, tuxedo. Oh, that ledge was. Oh. I don't think I ever did that trick in my life before. Ah, fuck you. That's the perfect. It's a perfect it. ledge for it. I do it all the time, and I had a photo run on it that I didn't land, and then your part came out, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I still want to do it to this day. You should do it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to skate now. Yeah, yeah it's. Fuck. I bet the edge is getting even worse too, huh? No, no, no the everything edge is, is fine. Yeah, they like put a parking block on the like ramp up to it right in the middle oh. so you have to like ollie a little block to get to oh, it you just crowbar that thing but they they like fucking cemented oh, it oh really no they cemented it down but drilled like yeah. spikes into it and cemented over the spikes no they went savage we need like, that was mitch. the hottest spot in the city for a need, yeah that thing was flawless yeah mitch has been we need mitch barrett and josh clark out here mitch has been like the vancouver's uh knob yeah. buster so good <laughs> So you've always done your thing in contests and in the mainstream, but you had last part in the very first dime video back in the day. How did that come together? That those were ju- they were just the homies. That's who I was skating with every day. The dime homies. Um, it was like before dime was even a thing. They're like, what should we call? It? Like, what should we? Do? We need to make. We need to make a company. Like, we need to make a video. Like, what should we call it? Like, I'm, I wasn't like saying what they should call it they're like we're gonna call it this i was like yeah fucking sick sounds sick <laughs> down. you know what i mean and then like to think where it's at now is just like what that's so sick but yeah that's just how that's how the sick og homie companies all start like so how long ago was that that the first video came out 2008 i think or oh fuck yeah, i don't remember what year that was either but it was like either 2008 or 2009 Damn, it's a long time running for those guys. Yeah, yeah. They've, been, they've been putting in work. Just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, that was like the most fun times ever being like a pro skater kid. Just like, all right, I'm going to go kick it with these homies in Montreal and yeah, like so party and skate all the most <laughs> fun spots and just cruise from one little plaza to the next and like yeah. skate all these cutty rough spots. And, you know, like Montreal's got, yeah, got it, dude. I love skating in Montreal. It's sick when you see, because now I feel like people would just see you as like this Cali skater, but Ryan ain't scared of any terrain. Uh, yeah, I got Unleash the, him in a city like Montreal and he'll get mad clips. It's too. like a whole, it's a whole Montreal part, that video part pretty much. There's like a couple yeah, Cali yeah. clips in it maybe, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it again today. You had like two that I can think of that like gap to switch crook. Yeah. The outledge yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, backsmith front 180. Right. But it's like definitely like 90, like kickback nose blunt was the last trick in the whole video, I think. Yeah, yeah. On the gap to ledge. Yeah. Man's was going off, yo. Yeah, back in the day. That thing is still, still people are, I've seen Benny Boy got a sick trick on that the other day. Oh, it comes out tomorrow. Switch back tail front biggie. Yeah, dude. As part comes out tomorrow, I'm I'm hyped for that one. Shout Ben Patterson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Benny's killing it. Can't wait for him to get back down here to Cali. Drag him around to some spots and make him. Yeah, you guys had your little quarantine. Yo, you need set. to fucking be Paul McNow for him. I'm man. trying to, bro. I'm, try- I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> this COVID shit's really fucking up my Paul McNowing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's too good to fucking. Dude, he's incredible. 
just be up here in the winters, man. He needs to be down there. Fuck. Yeah. Like, switch front blunt Hollywood 16. Like, let's put some respect on his fucking name. Yeah, like, no problem, dude. Beast. That ain't right. We'll get him We'll get him back down here to do a little bit more destruction. Yeah, <laughs> if you're listening to this, because it's going to come out after his part's already out. Oh, nice. And you haven't gone to watch it yet. Go find Ben Patterson. Is it? I don't even know where it's dropping. Thrasher one. Thrasher? I believe so, right? I think so. Yeah, I hope so. Where else would it be dropped? Well, just is there anything else? I mean, it's definitely definitely heavy enough, so it should be on there. So yeah, I would hope so. But make sure you go check that out. Yeah, you've been killing contests forever, like we said. But uh, you got a crazy contest story for us? Them contests can get fucking wild with the partying and the skating hungover. You never know what kind of yeah, yo. There's a lot of them. There's a. I mean, somehow (laughs) there's a lot of contests where I've done really well hungover. Just because it like takes the edge off, you're like not as nervous, and then once mm-hmm. you once you get in the flow, you're kind of like. Once you get the sweat sweat going and like, you know, get a little bit of water in you, <laughs> then you're like, dude, it's flowing. You're you're going, but you just have, you just don't have as much fear. That little dude, bit extra dude. less fear being hung over. When you tray flipped over the rail into the bank in montreal at that street challenge glory challenge thing yeah like you might have been the most turned up dude the night before (laughs) yeah that that probably that's pretty probably facts yeah um yeah no i definitely felt like shit that day and i was sore from skating the day before yeah so uh you're cut different just had to power through sometimes you gotta power through for the homies man the dime homies you know the good homies the red dragons the fucking yeah hugo yelling yep at jamie thomas yeah there's no there's no there's no soreness or hungover in those points it's just go (laughs) time it's adrenaline yeah but do you have a particular contest story that comes to mind yeah there was this one uh this one x games that i went to and i think i did well in the contest so I was like out partying. I might have got third. Who knows what? I was out partying. Might have got fourth. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> third, fourth, it's all the same. <laughs> but so I was out partying. But then the next day I had to do like a X Games uh, game escape thing, and I completely forgot about that, and I got <laughs> obliterated. And the next day I'm waking up, and I'm like dying in my bed at the W Hotel in like Hollywood. Um, oh, that's a nice. Yeah, it was like the Red Bull Hotel for the X Games, and they were hooking me up with it. And um, I was just like, oh, man. And Mike Sinclair is calling me over and over, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to make it to this. I'm not going to be able to make it to the contest. Mike, I'm on the phone with him. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make it. <laughs> He's like, dude, do whatever you can. All you got to do is skate, and you get, like, five grand or three grand or whatever. Oh. And I was like, I was like, all right. I'm like, 40 minutes away, when does the contest start? He's like, it starts at 2, and it's like noon, and I'm like, all right, shit, all right, I'm calling. So I, I call room service to get some food, because <clears throat> I'm dying, I'm puking, I'm like, I need to get something to hold this shit down. So I call room service, and I uh, get like the giantest fruit platter ever, and <laughs> it's just berries, it's all perfect, it's from the W, it's like, yes. And then uh, basically get that. But once I get it, I just devour the whole thing. And then I call a taxi to take me to the contest. 
and as I'm like picking up my boards and like I've just been laying there after devouring the whole thing waiting for the taxi and then they call me and they're like all right your taxi's here so I'm like all right get up and I had all my stuff set up and I was like all right grab my board my shoes and all my stuff and then I, I just start the whole fruit platter I just destroyed the whole white room just oh, all no. grape like grape strawberry mess <laughs> Whatever, I can't think about this anymore. I'm still going to the contest. I get this, whatever amount of money I get to show up. (laughs) I get down there, I'm like, there's like puke all over my shoes and shit. And I'm getting in the taxi and I'm like, fuck man. This is, I'm going to look like such a retard when I show up at the contest. (laughs) I'm not even going to be able to like rock and roll. I'm not going to be able to like kick turn or axle stall. (laughs) But anyhow, I get to the contest like 20 minutes before it starts and I just lay there. (laughs) <laughs> on the deck and like i'm like they're like trying to my homies are trying to feed me like pop chips like diet and lando and stuff they're trying to feed me like little pop chips or whatever every time i take a bite of one of these pop chips i'm like i start like trying to puke off the deck i'm like dude no more pop chips but i need food but uh time is just descending like goes by right like 20 minutes is like two minutes and it's gone and like i gotta skate now and i'm like shit i'm like i'm fucked this is this is I'm skating like against like Evan Smith and Brandon Westgate and Silas oh. Baxter, Silas Baxter Neal. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! And so we were playing a game of skate on the whole course, and I have like everyone gets five letters, and I'm like about to get knocked out because it's not been my turn, and I just can't land anything that everyone's doing because <laughs> everyone's doing their own tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's doing their own shit that they're good at. Like I can't just land like Westgate's fucking back three over this bump over bar, you know, when he does that, I just kind of like look at it and I'm just like, no, like that was insane. Like I could try front three, but that doesn't no. So whatever. Then anyhow, it's my turn. I'm like sick, it's my turn. I'm like, and I think finally I'm starting to get like a little bit more sobered up because like I'm having to sweat and try these other dudes tricks. Yeah. And finally I get my own turn. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, dude. All these dudes, you know, I just have like this messed up mentality because I'm like hungover. I just think like, ah, oh, it's so fucked. Everybody can just do whatever trick they want. I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever tricks I want that I just know that none of these guys do. <laughs> so I just started like switch Smith on the rail and like whatever, you know, like, and I don't know. I kind of felt like a dick, but at the same time, I was like, they're doing dick move tricks to me. Like everybody's doing their own dick move tricks. It's like you're playing a game of skate on the entire skate park, right? So anyhow, I just, I had like four letters and then I got them all a bunch of letters and I just won the whole thing. Oh! <laughs> oh <laughs> just with like a frontside flip over the bump over bar and then like a switch feeble and then like a switch, you know, tail and then like, you know, and they're like, oh, we don't even want to fucking, you know, like, I mean, I think maybe Evan tried some of the tricks like switch Smith and shit and the other guys were like, just bowed out, but. Wow. <laughs> it was funny, dude. And I was like, fuck it. I'm already getting the money. I might as well try and win the rest. So you got a fat check then. <laughs> yeah, so I got a, I got a good size check instead of just doing the show up check. Dude, oh, that's, that's an epic comeback right there. It was like some shit that Nyjah would do to somebody at the on the course. And they'd be like, Yo, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? But I, I, had to, I guess I just had to do it. I was hungover. Hey, what else? I, are you gonna I do? was in like fight or flight mode. It's time to fight. So, yeah, speaking of hammers, fucking, you're no stranger to them. Uh, where do you get the fucking motivation to do that shit at a consistent rate, year after year after year? 
Are you an adrenaline junkie on the low? What's, what's the secret? Yeah, I think there's like, a, it's a combination of just like, like the adrenaline that I get from like trying something scary and like kind of not knowing what's going to happen. And then like the same feeling of like, you know, the satisfaction of just like rolling away from a kickflip back tail on a flat ledge. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you get that dope satisfaction of the kickflip back tail on the flat ledge, but you know, you could also just accidentally do the splits when you mess up on that kickflip back tail. It's kind of like, it's, it's the exact same, but each try has more like on the line. So it makes it more exciting. You know what I mean? Like you can't, I can't, I can try a kickflip back tail on a flat ledge for like, for a pretty long time before I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna pull my hair out and kill myself. <laughs> but like, if I'm skating like a gap like that, it forces me to like go for it every time or like a rail. And I just like that feeling of like being forced into like the scariness. It's almost like, it's like watching a scary movie. You know what I mean? You know, when you <laughs> want to watch a scary movie, when you're like, yeah. you just feel like watching a scary movie even though you're home alone or something. But yeah, kind of like that. A little bit of adrenaline, you know what I mean? I like to ride dirt bikes and fucking do wheelies and whatever. That shit's all adrenaline too, so it's in there somewhere, but... Definitely. Makes sense. So skating this gnarly shit comes with injuries. What's your injury resume looking like these days? It's pretty good, mostly, for the most part. I got like... One of the shittier ones was a broken uh, ankle on like a Red Bull trip in 2016. Or 2014. 2014. And then, like, I broke both my wrists before at the same time. Fuck. Which is not fun because you can't make food for yourself. You can't even, like, pour pour yourself a bowl of cereal. And, like, obviously going to the bathroom is, like, not sick. I think I had a a girlfriend at the time when that was all shitty. So she hooked me up. No. Tell me you bought a bidet or something. No, she just hooked me up. I was like, babe, hook me up. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. Once or twice a day, she's in there with you. Clean oh, like, you know, I'll just get it once in, once in the morning, get it all done. Oh, Holy damn. <laughs> she better be on the payroll still. <laughs> <laughs> you better still be paying her for that shit. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I don't know. I, like I'd I'd ask Scott to do that before my girlfriend. Your brother? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Uh, son. What a, a good lady, man. Yeah, I know. She is a good lady, definitely. I wish all the best to her. Yeah, shouts to her. <laughs> Shout outs to her. She knows who she is. Bro, your ankle was the one that had the like quick frame of your busted ankle in one of your parts, right? Yeah. Yeah. That shit was unnecessary, dog. Yeah, oh, I had to toss that in there. Who yeah, you, Ewan really wanted to put it in there. Whose call was that, bro? <laughs> that was Ewan. He really likes that. Oh, man. He likes the gnar. So gnar. <laughs> he likes the gnar. Do you ever get any mental blocks on any certain tricks, like from injuries? Is there any tricks that you're like, I'm not doing those anymore? Mm. Yeah, but like I try not to think about it. It'd be more like, Sometimes, but like I always have to power through. You know what I mean? Like I'll have like let's say like a kickflip back tail on a flat ledge again. Like I've like tweaked my knee before. Like when I did the splits, you know when you step back on your yeah. board. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Why does that trick do that so much? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
But so I had done that and I'd like tweaked my knee before. And then like the other day I was filming a line with a kickflip back tail. And it wasn't like, you know, it was like maybe like less than a year ago where I tweaked my knee and my knee was like hurting for like a month from a flat ledge trick. And then I was going to do this kickflip back tail again. And in in the back of my head, I was like, do not let this happen. (laughs) Like, just don't. But it luckily it didn't happen, and I guess like I was just you know playing the dice, rolling the odds. But I don't know. It's just like shitty skating is just so fucking random that you you can't really you can't really stress on like oh this is how I'm gonna get hurt because it's probably gonna be something else. Yeah, you're yeah. probably gonna like your fingernails gonna fall off or something. <laughs> if you're worried if you're worried about like slamming on your wrist or your knee you're like you're gonna like lose your fingernail or like knock your tooth out or you're gonna be like oh fuck dude what the hell that wasn't the injury i was planning on <laughs> <laughs> you can't plan these injuries yo. no it's freak accident yeah so one thing we love to do at the bun is go behind the scenes on some of our favorite tricks and you've got plenty of insane clips we want a quick deep dive into so let's get started here first one switch front lip or uh your gap to switch front lip on the double kink rail yeah um that rail's really sick it's a classic um it's a classic oc spot where like i don't know i feel like back in the day i would see like four-on-one openers of like ronnie krieger like kick flipping it and stuff so when i get to a spot like that nostalgic i just get psyched so um that rail i was actually never really planning on doing that trick. I was trying to get a line there, but I just kind of like looked at it and I was like, I could probably gap board slide this pretty easy. So I could probably gap switch lip it. I just need to fly over top of it and slap it down. And the only reason why nobody really skates that rail is cause, <laughs> cause it's got these knobs on it. It's actually knobbed, but, um, and it's, there was like a really classic bail. Somebody tried to board slide through the kinks maybe it was chris markovich or something and like since there's no like support stands the rail just bent and he just stuck and just flew forward right to flat and just got like mulched but uh i don't know that was a really random one for you to pick but i like it. yeah that one stuck out because i mean me and donald love breaking out the occasional switch lip but it's such a sackable trick Mm-hmm. So to like gap out on a double kink to the bottom just seems like the ultimate sacker. No, like I, I would mean, never think to try that. That one you just you just got to go fast enough and avoid the sack factor if you're hauling <laughs> yeah. ass, and just make sure you get a solid switch one eighty pop. Like you good? Yeah. Well, we're not you, so in our heads it's scary. You'll be good. Just go send it, boys. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend you have like Machno up there behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Just pretend he's yelling at you. Uh, how about Nolly El Toro? Oh, that one was just like I always wanted to like kick flip it when I was younger, Ooh. and then when Bachinski kick flipped it, I was like, dude, that's so sick! So hell yeah, Bachinski! But when I was a kid too, I was always like everything that every gap that I would ollie, I would pretty much kick flip and nollie, and then I would try my like trick trick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when Bachinski kickflip Del Toro. I was like, it hasn't been fucking nollied yet, That's still. Insane. So if I can ollie it, then I can nollie it in my head. And uh, that day when I went to nollie it, I ended up ollieing it first try. So, damn. 
I just, it gave me like a lot of extra confidence to do the nollie. And then I ended up doing the nollie in 10 tries and P-Rod was there. It was, it was an epic day. Oh, that's a sick little side note. Yeah. P-Rod was there watching. He wanted to come down and watch some kid nollie El Toro, but I wasn't some kid. I had gone skating. (laughs) I had gone skating with P-Rod before, but Justin Shelty, P-Rod and hoops. Sick. Dude, what what does it feel like to kick out or bail on that fucking thing? Oh, it probably feels like what it would feel like for you to kick out on like, I don't know. A five stair. Hefty ass 12 stair right now. Yeah. <laughs> five stair. Yeah. A five stair. Okay, fine. I was going to say 10. I was going to say 10, but then I was going to give you the, the benefit you of the doubt 12. for 12. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you know that Montreal 10, a little indoor, indoor one? Uh, I never skated that one. Oh, yeah. It feels like that one. The ground's really hard at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is the Nolly Nose Blunt Transfer on the green rail. Oh, yeah. That one, I like. I just love that spot. I just love the way that it looks. And uh, I had It is done, pretty iconic, eh? Yeah. It, it's, to me, it's iconic, I think. But um, I can't remember if I had switched frontside, flipped over it before that or not. But I just remember being like, I want to get another trick on this. I want to like slide it. And I tried. So I tried to front blunt it. <laughs> and it, this uh, this kid did that already too. And it was, it, he did it really good. But there's like these little like warts almost like little rivets that are on the rail on the side. So when you're sliding it, it's kind of like, you're almost like hitting those with your wheels. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't. I, I, so I waxed it a lot for the front blunt and then <laughs> and then the first front blunt I tried I like slipped out and like almost like smashed my knees on my face and like did a really shitty try and I was like ah oh, no I don't want to go down this thing backwards with these little warts on this rail like, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna try and like nolly nose blunt it I wanted to like switch <laughs> I wanted to just switch blunt it too but like I kind of just thought like ah oh, like nolly nose blunt's just gonna be sicker than switch blunt yeah, yeah. So, still kind of feel like I should switch blunt it though. I don't know. Dude, you're Maybe it's not worth it because I already nolly nose blunted it. So how quickly did you do the nolly nose blunt? Nah, it was a battle. It was a battle. I had tried the front blunt like three times, and then I got smoked and over that, and then I went. I think I went back a different day, and then I tried the nolly nose blunt for. I, it took me like three hours. Damn. Yeah. Bro, you know how like the raw tapes are like everyone releases them now. Like we need some of those for your old parts. I know. I don't want. I don't want people to see me struggle, <laughs> dude. But you <laughs> too land, much. You land. Yeah, you could get the ill much. Tom Snape rough cut. Yeah. The what? They, they dropped a rough cut for Tom Snape's Adidas part, and mm-hmm. it's literally just all the makes just unedited. Yeah, see, like, I could have one like that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I would... No, there's certain clips that you've gotten, a lot of insane clips, where I would love to see the first try. Because I'm just like, how do you bail some of this shit that yeah. you try? You just go like, fast. And and <laughs> avoid contact with the obstacle. And just uh-huh. tap. Just, like, tap like, like a golf. Just tap it in, and then just tap it a little bit more. <laughs> so that's, that's the secret. You just need to... You must just have good shock absorption if you're just bunting everything at yeah, first and then slowly getting just yeah that impact over. That's over. what I do. I bunt. I bunt a lot of shit at the start, and I just like bunt and mess with it, and then 
if it starts to work, then I'll like commit more. And if it starts to not work, then I'll, I'll abort mission. Uh, (laughs) And and I'll like re, you know, rethink the situation. Like front blunt, maybe not a good idea. Nolly nose blunt, maybe a little safer. What about fucking frontside 360 Wallenberg, man? Oh, well I tried that in the buster bail that they had for it. And dude, that was probably one of my worst like getting broke off in one session ever the year when chris cole won it yeah and did the back three and the switch front side flip i remember the contest started and i didn't even know the contest was starting and i was pissed i was like fuck the contest has already started i had to run up there and like <laughs> weave through all these people and then i finally get to the top and i'm like all right i'm gonna drop in i'm gonna try hard flip i drop in i try hard flip i land on it right away and I'm like sick, and then I run back up, try hard, try hard flip again, or no, I see I'm at the top, but Andrew Potts trying hard flip too, and he's <laughs> pissed that I'm trying hard flip, and we're fighting for a turn at the same time, and like he is he is pissed that I'm trying hard flip, and I'm kind of like whatever, may the best man get his hard flip first, <laughs> you know, what I mean? <laughs> trying to be a gentleman, trying to be a gentleman. I'm like I don't give a shit about your hard flip, I like my hard flip. Whoever gets their hard flip first, may the best man win, right? But so I break my board on the third hard flip and I'm like, fuck, changing my board. And Jamie Thomas is helping me change my board all fast. I'm like, I got to get this hard flip before Andrew Potts, dude. (laughs) And then I get up to the top of the ramp and Andrew Potts still hasn't landed the hard flip yet. And I'm like, all right, sick. I'm going to get the hard flip right here. New board. And uh, Andrew Potts, like, he starts trying to like fight me kind of on the top of the ramp. And I'm like you know what? Whatever. Fuck Andrew. <laughs> you know, I kind of get mad. I'm like, fuck this. Like, whatever. Let him have his hard flip. I like, at that point, I'm like, I don't even care. Screw your hard flip. I'm trying front three. Like, you know, you know, I just get over it. So I just try a front three. Like I kind of snake him and then I try a front three and then I do a 270 and I just get laid out. I think I hit oh. my head. I just like ragdolled. And then but the homies were all like, you got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back up for like five more tries at front three. And I'm standing at the top watching Andrew Pot land his hard flip. And I'm like, dude, I got to land this front three now. Or I'm fucking going to drink myself stupid at the bar. And then uh, so I don't I don't end up getting the front three. I end up getting smoked and just going home broke. And then so I just always wanted to do the front three. So when... I heard the homies were going to skate Wallenberg, TJ. I was like, I'm coming. I'm going to go do the front three. And then I uh, ended up doing it first try on that day. So Fuck, man. But I kind of cheated. I front three the three block first. Bro, that ain't cheating. But in Buster Bail times, you can't. there's no chance you can go on the three block. No. How many tries did the three stair take you? Oh, I think I did them all first try. <laughs> I did the one, then the two, then the three, then the four. Wow, that's See, some Paul Mac. That's what we're shit. talking about. We need the behind, like we need your your rough cut, man. Like you're you're fucked in the head, man. People don't realize. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that the logical way to do it? That's not fucked. In no, the head, for right? sure. But to do them all first tee, <laughs> yeah. Like, but well, that's the confidence building. It's how you're building yeah. the confidence for the fourth one. I just feel like with skaters like you, sometimes, like I'm probably guilty of it too. Not with you, because. You're my homie, so I, like, appreciate your parts more. But, like, sometimes when someone's as 
on that level of gnarliness. You just watch their parts and don't actually think about like how gnarly every single trick is. And if you yeah, were there and sure. saw it in, in person, you'd like shit your pants. Yeah, exactly. No, there's so many. There's so many parts like that. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll let my uh, editor homies know and be like, "Yo, dude, how come I yeah. never got a rough cut?" <laughs> <laughs> For real though. Say for one, one. So, with all that said, 2020 skating is a bit different, and like we've been talking about, you've been steady dropping legit stuntman hammers your whole skate career. Your filler clips can end most people's parts these days. Yeah. Do nah. you ever think that maybe you're working harder than others just to keep up with what you've already done? Um, I mean, I'm no, nah, I'm I'm keeping up. I'm like I watch a lot of skating. All I do is wake up every morning. That's part of my routine. I watch skating. So, I'm current with everything that's going down and people are are crushing it these days. I'm I'm merely just like I'm trying to do my shit that I know that I can do. That's like in my own little retrospective of my own skating. You know what I mean? Whatever, a lot of gaps and, you know, kind of not the biggest, gnarliest kink rails, but like, you know, maybe some gapped rails or like a nice mm-hmm. little 12, whatever. Um, but little, little 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a little 12. Let's like not have a big 12. No, no, I'm saying like, it's just funny. Your mentality compared to like me and Dono or like a normal skater, it's like, a 12 stair is gigantic to some people. Yeah, you just see like people nowadays skating curb manual pads again. You know, basic ledge lines with extra style. Some guys are even pulling off power slides in parts. And just like your skating is on a whole different level, man. What do you think when you see that type of stuff? I mean, I just think it's it's rad to watch skating where people are having fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's like the most important part. But... Yeah, I like I don't I don't even do really like ledge lines anymore. I'm not like, hey, I'm gonna go do this <laughs> ledge line. Because like unless I think I got a ledge line that's gonna be something or add something to the table, like to, to skating, then like what do I care? But like if I could do if I had like let's say I had a kick flip back nose blunt nollie flip on a ledge or a bench or something <laughs> like I would you would see that for me you would see that for me but I don't got the nollie flip out I got the kick flip back nose blunt maybe and then like dude I'd be lucky if I like shoved it it out or something you know? that would to me to me that would be like I'd be adding something to the table for myself on that and that's about where it would end but you're doing lines with like kick front nose grind revert a bench and then switch back blunt a huge rail like people are ending <laughs> that, lines yeah, that's with kick more front fun. nose grind revert <laughs> is what I'm saying. But like your relatable skating is like Nija and I don't know, just cause he just dropped the part, like Dane Berman, that type of stuff is like relatable for you. Yeah. That Damon, that Dane part was sick. Like when you guys were talking about the, you know, the outtakes, I was thinking like, Whoa, imagine some of those Dane Berman outtakes, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what yours would be like. Yeah, be <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. He's like on a psycho psycho level. So are you, man. Have you seen your yeah, own footage? You got to watch yourself. <laughs> it's just so many different levels to skating, you know? Yeah, for and sure. Like for me and Seifa, when we watch guys like you and Dane Berman and the Nigers of the world, like it's unrelatable for us to put ourselves in that position to be like, yeah, that's something we would try today. Yeah. Like for to sure. go skate Rinkin the way you skated, like skated yeah. in a line. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's chill. No, that's not for us. We like go to Dumbat and skate a flat bar. 
and struggle on the flat bar. I struggle. I struggle on the flat bar too. Some days, boys. <laughs> Don't worry, we're all there. All right, at least we're all some days it some days it'd be a hell of a lot easier for me to like nollie flip down rincon than like do a proper front crook pop over on the flat bar you know what i mean like <laughs> i might get crazy. more i might get more smoked on a front crook pop over on the flat bar than i do on trying to nollie flip rincon or something that just i'm just saying <laughs> all right that's good to hear i guess yeah so just know that the front crook that the flat bar you know is no joke <laughs> <laughs> flat bars are not forgiving man. they're not forgiving especially you know like some of those wobbly ones that aren't bolted down properly yo how i would die laughing <laughs> if ryan just switched up his shit and he's like yo i'm moving to the east coast like move to new york i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna change my kits and just like do like a high speed yeah. steezy back nose grind and then tray flip off a curb and then power slide and that's the clip no, I would at least do I would at least do back nose grind revert and then like switch front heel or something. <laughs> See, you couldn't even take the basic line that he threw out there. No, you I could not. That would I would hurt me inside. <laughs> he couldn't accept it. I would no. A hypothetical line he couldn't even take. Oh my god. I had to step it up. But that would be fun. No, I just I I love skating in New York, but I have a problem with skating in New York. I just I was the in spots a, aren't for you. No, I I end up hurting pedestrians <laughs> with my board. You got a story? No, this this just happens in any. This is why I, I skate in California. This is why I like skating in California because I like to go to a schoolyard and not have to worry about where my board's flying uh, into traffic. Because I'll like you know I can deal with cars and like a certain amount of pedestrians, but like New York style or like sh- China. Yeah, I go to China. All I have to have like a hundred yen in my pocket at all times because I'm handing out <laughs> money to all these old ladies that I keep. My board just keeps shooting into them. I just can't control. I can't keep my board like with me that much. Yeah. It just it's always going off. Yeah. Well, we've seen the spots you skate, so it makes sense. Well, you're going fast, and you're like trying to go in between people, and you're, you know, and then your board you're going fast, and you kick out, and your board's going even faster, and it's like <laughs> later. Sorry, old lady. I hope you're paying attention. Fuck. <laughs> so you've got a beautiful pad in California. You've been down there for some years now. Do you have any plans to move back to the Great White North at oh. any point in your life? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get another. I'm gonna have to get a pad up in the in the Great White West there Coast. We <laughs> oh, this guy couldn't just give it to Canada. You had to put <laughs> the Great sure. White West, West Coast. Coast. <laughs> it's dude. The East Coast is nah. Shit is too cold for me, bro. I did some I did some winters over there in Montreal, taking the bus to South Park. Ooh. Seventeen jackets on, gloves, dude. You, I'd be leaving that place like all sweaty, swamp ass. But then like waiting in the bus station, and like my ass would be like freezing, like turning into like a crusty, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Like That's a great picture. The sweat would be turning into ice. Like my ass sweat would be ice icicling. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I'm gonna keep it on the West Coast, yo. I hope that's alright with you guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> you and your brother shared a cover of Thrasher. What was it like to see that come to fruition? Um, that was super crazy. It was super gnarly because Burnett kept trying to find a spot for us to do doubles like that. And we would be like, Yeah, how about this spot? Like it's a sick mm-hmm. eleven rail and he'd be like, No, not big enough. Like, how about this spot? It's, it's a <laughs> 12. You'd be like, no, nah, nah, I don't know. 
Then he's like, how about this spot? And we're like, well, we've never been to that spot, but all right, we'll check it out. And then we went and checked it out and it was pretty gnarly. I remember being like, dude, this is not like, I'm not going to be able to do like a sick trick down this. I'm only going to be able to do like a 180 or something. And then he's like, dude, you got a frontside flip it. And then I was like, <laughs> well, okay, I can maybe frontside flip it. But like, I don't know if I can do it with Scott, like right here. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott's just going to do like, he was, he was like, Scott, just like five Oh it or like front feeble it or something. Scott's like, I the front board. <laughs> but so it was just, it was really gnarly, even though like, you're never why are you ever skating right beside somebody like that yeah hmm. unless you're like ollieing some shit like for shits with the homie yeah but like it was just really really scary because i like i almost killed scott like kicking out on some front side flips i just shot my board perfectly into his landing yeah so he was coming down off a of 14 stair rail with two boards in <laughs> the bottom and i was just like oh great like i'm gonna fucking destroy my bro right now Okay, you got to land on the board, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill Scott. Land on the board. And I was landing on the board just getting broke. And I was like, do we really have to both land this at the same time? And they're kind of like, yeah. And I was like, all right, fuck, Scoot. We're fucking doing this. Dude, I, that was a 14. So you basically had to frontside flip a 14 until he until i only frontside i only landed it one time luckily scott landed that front board the same time oh wow all right bro so what's next for ryan desenzo well i've been working on some footage in the works for four years now oh wow (laughs) but also you gotta understand that a lot of this contest shit has been like straying me from where i've been wanting to go obviously like the street skater in me wants to go street skating every day with the homies and that's all I want to do. But the, the pro skateboarder in me that Mac now helped, uh, (laughs) refurbish basically is like, all right, I got to keep my sponsors happy and they want me to skate these contests. And obviously that's a more of a way to make a living if I'm able to. So I'm just trying to like, do that and i also don't mind skating the contest i feel like it keeps me uh keeps my keeps me sharp keeps me on my toes and keeps me like like i'm 34 skating against 17 year old kids from japan like how else am i gonna stay on point you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like that's the, if, if that's not the best way i don't know what it is and like those kids are crazy when they are in a skate park in in that scenario but as soon as you take like a kid like Yuto or one of these crazy kids to a street spot, like they don't really know how to navigate their way around. Um, and I've just seen this from personal experience, but so that's like what is refreshing to me is like, I know at the end of the day that I can go street skating and have a great time and like get shit done and enjoy myself and be with my friends and get a, like a banger that I'm hyped on. And I can go skate these contests with these gnarly kids from all around the world that are like helping me push my consistency and like tricks and stuff so the way i see it i'm getting the best of both worlds yeah for sure you you're definitely a master at keeping the gnar blade sharp but also balancing the uh the contest life and the and holding down the street parts yeah so uh, like you alluded to there's too many contest fucking skaters that are 
fucking soft as fuck in the streets yeah it's it's just like there's just such a there's like such a big line there's like there's like a lot of contest skaters that you see killing it in the contest and you're like what well where's his like street footy if he can do cab back nose blunt down a fucking rail like (laughs) go do it on something that somebody cares about like don't just Mm -hmm. do it at the fucking x games but yo there's you know i mean you know better than us but i've been to enough contests to know that these people get superpowers at contests like, oh yeah the crowd can like just but then if you're at a, a street rail with a couple homies like they don't get that same adrenaline rush to like in the best trick at the contest they might do the most insane trick ever on a gnarlier rail than like a nine stair street rail but they can't transfer that like energy and know-how to the streets yeah totally that's fully i totally understand that that's just honestly that's all self motivation Mm -hmm. you're you're at that point you're not even like when you have a contest and all those people cheering for you you don't have to self-motivate they're motivating you yeah when you go to a street spot and it's just your filmer homie down there and your other homie who you like see every day and hang out with and you've been telling him you're gonna do this trick for like the last month he's like (laughs) yeah he's like hurry up and start trying it like do it (laughs) and he's not like yeah come on you got it man you know what i mean like he's like come on hurry up do it let's see it let me hear you talk about it all week and so it's like you have to self-motivate more than just like have that motivation of like the crowd and the people and people telling you like you're killing it keep going and you know what i mean like you just gotta have the self that's like what street skating is and that's like it's so funny because like as soon as that contest is over you just go back to like being a regular ass dude yeah like you feel like a hero for one day but with with the street clip it lives on so much longer and like it it goes in a part and it just feels like so much better it's part of a project like putting a part together yeah for sure yeah that one weekend where you're like the guy doing all the shit like no one gives a fuck after that weekend's over especially if you're not there in person like no one gives a flying fuck yep pretty much Yo, yo, it's Rapid Fire with the Ghost. And as always, we brought to you by Dickies. We talking the original 874 work pant, the world's best-selling work pant, your favorite skater's favorite pant. I got mines. Where are yours? Head over to dickies.com and dickies.ca to make it pop. <laughs> All right, Rai Rai. Let's get this Rapid Fire popping. You ready? Yep. Favorite skater. Oh, favorite skater. Well, we'll just go Paul Mack now. Come on. Yeah. Favorite video. Transworld the Reason. Favorite video part. Scott Desenzo Vandalism. Yo, classic. Favorite style. Wade Desarmo in his super G baggy days. <laughs> yes. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? So it's, it's like a fifty fifty coin toss. Wade and Mac now. <laughs> combo yeah most talented skateboarder on planet earth i don't know it could be i shot he doesn't even really try i shot if he tried harder <laughs> favorite trick probably just kickflip hardest trick for you we're gonna go switch big heel nose grind because i've never done it <laughs> <laughs> most illegal trick casper flip to anything casper flip <laughs> favorite clip you've ever gotten Maybe the front three on the five flat five flat five. 
<laughs> oh, so unrelatable, dude! I forgot about that one. Sasha backside flip cover, right? Yeah, that one. I just was really stoked on like the way that it like the way that I did it was exactly the way I like um, imagined it, that it was gonna happen. Yeah, dude, you're an animal. Fuck, gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. We're just gonna, you know what? We're gonna go with diet kickflip back fifty on the big O hubba. Oh, oh my god! Yo, that was the, for that for that day and that time. That was gnarly. That was heavy for sure. Wow. Yeah. What's the one trick that got away? I mean, impossible nose grind is still still got away. On something or like just trying to learn it? No, on like a rail. Oh shit! Holy fuck! Yeah. Well, I got the I got the impossible nose blunt in like 2008. Yeah. I've been trying to do the impossible nose grind for 12 years. <laughs> Yo, you know what I thought you might say, and I would love to see you finish this. What? Switch front heel Wilshire. Oh no, you can't anymore. No, nah, yeah, the poles. I do want to I do want to get a trick on Wilshire, but shit. Over the poles? You would be the one to kickflip that. Yeah, kickflip over those poles. Oh my. But man, did, I'm sure you watched it the other day, like on the Beagle Beagle tapes. Yeah, yeah. Your switch front it. heel set. I know, I had that. Shit. That was a grom, too. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? I don't know. Probably the biggest bunt I've ever witnessed was when I tried to hard flip El Toro myself. Call <laughs> 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 myself up. Damn. But I tried it. I tried it, but I just, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Like after I look back at the footage, I'm like, yeah, was, no. Holy psycho! Dream job after skating? Olympic skateboarding coach. Sick. Over <laughs> Canada? Yeah. Duh. We need you to compete first. Yeah. No, no, I'm gonna be the coach. Favorite local brand? Yeah, it's gonna be the plague. It's gonna be the beer. Sick. Black plague. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself one. Yeah. You got the good, the good IPAs. Favorite local skater? Mark Appleyard, he's the local homie. Legend. Yeah, almost got him out today, dude. <laughs> Yo, his part was fucking sick. Yeah, his new inspirational. Part was, his new part was banging. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? I don't know. Maybe Arnett. Their sunglasses really didn't look very cool, but everything else was really sick about them. <laughs> Except the actual product. Yeah. Happens. Um, it happens. Favorite teammate ever? TJ. Sick. Yeah. Hell I, yeah. I had to I had to get him on as many fucking companies as possible. Worst teammate ever? <laughs> Probably Scott, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there was just a time when, when I was like his like secretary. He just like couldn't keep his cell phone and I just had to be like his fucking secretary. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of brutal. Worst company? Uh, I don't know. Red Star, because they tried to fucking be like Dark Star. Oh! <laughs> Hell my yes. that's, that's beef, yeah. dog. Oh, yeah? Oh, Sefa, is that so? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. I like uh, that. Hit him where to. it hurts. I had to. I had to. <laughs> Hit him where it hurts. <laughs> oh, I respect that. I respect that. That's the fucking... Red Dragon, Dark Star. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? No originality. I was like, what, you guys? That was another thing where the company was great, but the product and the name just lacked. Yeah. 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 Hell of a team. The people were there. I know, I know. The name is just like, dude. So silly. Dude. The graphics weren't 
much better than the name. No. They had that Pink Floyd board. Yeah. But that could have all changed. Yeah. That would have changed if the, that would have changed if the name was different though, right? The Red Star. Enough shitting Woo! on my on my proudest days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, that was fucking great times with great people, but yeah. Yeah, it, and, those and, those were great times. Yeah, man. You had your you had your mall signings and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, quick anyways. <laughs> Worst trend. Worst trend? Um, I don't really du- I don't really dig the like the flood pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. The high wa- the high waters. What are those things called? Yeah. Yep. Worst style. Uh, Canton Russell. Oh, he's actually the ill homie. Canton Russell follows <laughs> us savage on Instagram. Bastard. I mean, I, that's just that's time. just when I was a kid. I just didn't like his style for some reason. Hey, Amen. And he's not around anymore to prove me wrong. So. <laughs> oh, he does. He like builds skate parks now. He's still around. It's funny. He's been said so many times that I went back and watched his storm part. He it's did still, some gnarly shit though. He would fake you all. His last some trick shit, is bro. like uh, back three, uh, a fun box to flat. Oh it's yeah, like so beast. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. That, like a demo clip. Yeah, a demo clip to end his oh, part. He's a certified legend, but I yeah. mean, you, I you ain't wrong. You're not that, wrong. Not the that's just, that's just young me. I feel You're like nowadays. You're not wrong. Nowadays, I'm not too sensitive to that shit anymore. Yeah. When I was younger, I was kind of like, I don't know. Yo, we might fuck around and end this season with Canton Russell on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick. I would love to know what he's doing. Uh, last but not least, last person you want on the sesh. Um. All right. Well, I don't know. Just somebody who skates really slow. Like, would be like, ah, we just gotta have him. I just have to like push him down a hill. But um, maybe like uh, Ronson Lambert, he's just going so slow all the time. <laughs> but he's a, dude, he's sick though. He's a sick skater. He just goes slow. Ronson. I got to be around people who skate he's faster skate? than me so I can skate faster. <laughs> For sure, Ronson still skates. He seems like the Yeah, he's, he still pain. skates. I think I follow him on Instagram. He's like, he's doing his own thing in skating. I just love to like keep up with all the people in skating. That's sick that you do that, man. But. You know what I mean? It's just like curiosity. Like he's not my like. I don't have anything against him, but I don't. He just wouldn't. <laughs> he just wouldn't hype me up if I was skating with him because he would be going kind of slow. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Fair yeah. enough. Well, Ryan, man, that was an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show. Hell yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Long overdue. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was a nice chat. Hell yeah, bro. All right. Well, cheers. This is Fanboy of the Week, your chance to come at me and the ghost. And this week, it's August Moon on the Slap Message Board. Just listening to the Kelly episode, what the fuck is with these dudes? I like the show for the most part, but these guys are the worst kind of jocks. Gershing, nagging Kelly in his own interview, the way these guys think about skating is weird. What do you think about that quote, man? He's got a problem with Gershers. Bro, sometimes I don't even know what to say, man. The shit people take the time to go online and write about is just, it's baffling to me, but uh, that's the world we live in. Could give a shit. Kelly was a great guest and we had a great time and the feedback's been uh, great all around other than this kook, but uh, 
Hey, it's all good. I got no problem being the worst kind of jock, man. Fuck them, they judge you. <laughs> Let's leave that right where it is. This is the post office brought to you by the one and only Dickies quality workwear since 1922. The toughest gear from the work site to the streets, aka Dumbat. Ghost, who we got up first? You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Mirza Jazarovich. What up, Bunters? I'm curious on your opinion on Zach Allen skating. Also, shout out to Subject Skate Shop in Des Moines, Iowa, and Justin Brock's tray flip from the demo. He ripped it. Uh, Zach Allen, he was uh, Ellington's favorite local skater. One of, one of those things. He was, yeah. Yeah, he be doing his thing. He's definitely in his own lane. Unique skater. Shit, man. Y'all know we fuck with Baker, so... Zach Allen, keep doing your thing, bro. <laughs> That's why the fuck we got this. <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got an email from Rodney Cox. Yo, love the show. The homie and bandmate Luke at DLXSF put me on to you guys, and I've just about caught up on all the episodes. Question for Seifa. What's it like being a black skater in Canada? I'm sure there are several of them out there, but have you had any bad encounters that involved your skin color? I've had one in fifth grade where a dude didn't want me to skate his flat bar even though we had a mutual friend. Anyways, appreciate y'all and congrats again, D. Jones, on the fatherhood. Yo, hell yeah, Rodney. Thanks for the email. I've never had a bad encounter in Canada with any skater as far as uh, racism goes. It's been amazing. I'm thankful for it. You know, this year has been real illuminating on, you know, how far we have to come as a society and even within skateboarding. But um, that's not to say I haven't dealt with racism in Canada, but in the skate community, never. Uh, I hope I never have to deal with it. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a dope ride. I'm sorry to hear about that flap. I know it was back in the day, but that's fucking lame as shit. Mm-hmm. But definitely had my fair share of racist, racist experiences in Canada. But we'll get into that some other time. Let's keep it positive and uh, let's all just try and be better. All right, next up, we got an email from Dave Shaheen. What up, Bunt Gang? First off, love the pod and thank you for all the work you put into this to bring the people what we need. Congrats, Dono, on the young one. I'm expecting one here in December. And if you got any tips on fatherhood, let me know. I was watching out there, Tom K's on Thrasher, and it was about skating spots he sees in movies. That's something all of us can get behind. The never-ending search for skate spots will always be in us. So with that in mind, what's your all-time favorite skate spot to skate? Shout out to Westside Skate Shop in Lakewood, Ohio, and my boy Justin616 and the rest of the TFP crew. Take care and stay healthy. Yo, big shouts to Justin616. Absolute legend. Bro, he, he's, yeah, he's goatee, man. He's, he's beyond been, legend. He's been shredding in the new bunt gear. Whew. Fucking love to see it. Question. Tip, tips on fatherhood? Yes. I'm like the newest father. It's <laughs> insane. Back-to-back weeks asking for tips. What did I say last week? No, last week was a little different, though. It was more about, like, getting married and balancing your schedule. And- uh, yeah, honestly, my schedule's been fucked. We've been, we started this season of the bunt, I think, two days after <laughs> my little man was born. So it's been a wild ride having a full-time job doing the bunt. Brand new baby, trying to squeeze in a couple hours of skating every week. 
Um, tips on fatherhood. I mean, I think the beginning is the funnest part. It's obviously going to be the hardest. You have to keep your eyes on the little guy all the time, but they can't move yet. So they stay safe for the most part. I mean, I can leave him on the bed for a second and, and run to another room without worrying that he's going to move. So that makes it easy. But I don't know, man. Just uh, lock in and love every minute of it. And it's been enjoyable so far, that's for sure. And shouts to my girl, man. Number one mom. She's killing it. Love her. Hell yeah. So moving right along, our all-time favorite spot to skate. This is fucking tough. Maybe we should do something sick like pick one in T-Dot and then one outside of T-Dot. So we pick two each. Okay. Let's go T-Dot first. It I'm can be like it was skatable at a time and not anymore in T-Dot yeah. for us. So it could be an expired spot in T-Dot. Yeah. If we're going like expired spots as well, I'll go with uh, Commerce Court. Even though it's still around, but everything's capped to shit. And yeah, like it just when we were in high school, that was such a fucking epic spot. Like it's a big plaza downtown with three stairs everywhere, a seven stair, a 10 stair at the front. Yeah, like an eight stair rail. There was a three stair out ledge that got capped when we were pretty young, but fat mani pad. Yeah, perfect mani pad. The wall it's, ledge for people not from here. You, it was our holy it. grail, man. Yeah, you've seen it. Bobby does a fakey flip switch nose manny frontside half cab. It's like up the ledge and then down like a ledge to three stair thing. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what part it's in, but yeah, that plaza was, uh, or that courtyard was just, you could just go there. I mean, you get kicked out a lot, but you could just like, but when we were younger, we whole did weekend it. around yeah. it. Yeah, just skate the front of it, get kicked out, go to the back and rinse and repeat you cannot go wrong didn't you try to trade commerce court for another shit spot in a couple episodes before no i tried to trade commerce court for love park and then you're like you don't have to trade our best spot (laughs) and i was like true okay um so i'll just pick a spot that is fresh on the mind and that we skate all the time right now and that is pretty flawless I mean, sometimes we get kicked out, but a lot of the time we don't. And it's uh, brand new this year, U of T Manny. One of the most flawless street manual pads you'll ever come across in your life. I mean, I think we've both posted clips there. Have I, you? I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I have a half cap flip Manny on my Instagram. It is an insanely flawless Manny spot. Well, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. That's yeah, fun. Easy warm up. I hate the curving, but you know. But there's like seven mani pads you could skate. Yeah. And then outside of T Dot, quick one. You go first, I'm thinking. Um, we've been lucky enough to hit a lot of fucking places, but one spot, and this might just be because it was just like a quick sesh, but Canada Water in London was oh, yeah. a really sick spot. Flawless flat ground, couple two stairs, one of the best grinding ledges ever. I'm gonna hit that. Yeah, ditto. But uh, I'll go with uh, the the car dealership rail in uh, Detroit. is so good. It's like a the nollie sk- back lip. Yeah, like a it's like a nine stair, but the last stair is like the length of two stairs. So it's like just long and mellow and low to get on. You can go over it into the bank on one side, or over it to drop on the other, and uh, it's pretty pretty fun rail. 
Big time email, Dave. Thanks again. And another shout out to Justin616. Fucking goat season, man. All right, next up, we got an email from Lawrence Clark. How did the ghost get his concussion? Did TK bang y'all over the head? <laughs> that definitely wasn't TK. Damn. Well, that's kind of an insensitive joke, but it was a good one. So I'll... Uh, uh, I'll answer. I'll I'll dignify it with an answer because you got a chuckle out of me. Uh, no, I, I got it. It was super lame. I bumped the back of my head on a low ceiling in my dad's basement because my dad. I I have some shoes at his place just that I stored there a long time ago, and he was asking me for a pair of shoes, and I bent down to grab the damn box and like just bumped the back of my head on the way up. And next thing I know, I'm toast for seven months. But uh fear not that's that's not normal like you don't have to worry about that it was so bad because if it, the more concussions you get the the easier you get them more susceptible you become and that was probably like i've had like 10 plus and the first two i had in 2009 and then again in 2011 i think were like the worst ones where i really got hit in the head really hard <clears throat> and then i've had a bunch of minor ones in between just take care of your heads y'all that's fucking scary shit man so be careful and right, next up we got an email from richard dutka love the pod boys and i'm just looking for some insight here so on last week's episode the ghost was saying how he can switch tray but can't do them regular i'm the same way the back foot whip on the trays just makes sense to me switch i could only ride my board goofy when i started skating and i could only pop tricks regular so force myself to learn to ride regular over time my skating's all fucked up because of it. So what I'm wondering is, does it make it any less rad that you can switch tray if you can't do them regular? My boys keep giving me shit and keep calling me stance curious. <laughs> you dig? Shout out to my boy Spence for snapping his board and bunting the tray flip challenge. Oh, thanks for your submission, yo. That was a fun challenge. Yo, that was a sick challenge. That was one of the best contests we ever had. Yeah, big shout out to Justin and Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, T dot stand up. No, I don't think if you can't like I can Yo, tray flip okay, regular. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you can tray flip. Yeah, uh, set the record straight. You can tray flip. I can tray flip, but it's not. They're not pleasant to the eye. They take so much effort. Like uh, if I was filming a line, I would never ever elect to try a tray flip because it would take all day and it would be ugly. So. Does it make it less impressive if you can't tray flip well, but you have switch trays? I don't think so, but I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, I've tray flipped my whole life, and I've probably done two to three switch trays in my life. I would trade. I would trade my regular tray flip for a switch tray if I could. I think. Yeah, I was having this argument with Shubat the other day. He thinks like. Shubat, I don't want to hear his opinion. Oh, no. Skating. His opinion's worthless. Trust me. Like, he's such a fucking, like. This summer, he tried to hater. tell me that fakey skating is. It's it's all whack. Every fakey yeah, trick is trust whack. Me. He has some of the worst takes I've literally ever heard in my life. But he'll. He says, like, switch skating, like, doesn't impress him. And there's there's no point in it, basically. He basically. Like, it's because he can't do it. I'm like. Dude, you got it. He, he doesn't, doesn't skate. Yeah, that's true. But he doesn't respect like anything switch. I'm like, dude, 
to figure out or once because for me like i do like a lot of switch compared to regular and he's like well it's less impressive because you just do more switch i'm like dude that doesn't take away the fact that i had to do it all regular first learn it all regular and then only because i rolled my ankle so young i was forced to fucking i wanted to keep skating with you guys so i just started skating switch that's a sign of a true skate rat man uh, one of their feet is hurt they go to the other stance only yeah but shoot yeah if shoot spent even... half the time on his board he's in the fucking tanning beds then then he could skate switch and then he could fucking have an opinion worth uh fucking what's the word respecting <laughs> worth even spewing out of his dusty mouth fucking guy what were we getting at what that was the question switch trade you should be proud of your switch trade oh, even yeah. if you can't trade flip yeah fuck yeah everyone's fucking just different movements work for different people mm-hmm. don't be ashamed if you can't trade flip like me and ryan deroche you guys can both tra- oh, right. all right next up we've got an email from jim booth what up bunt i finally got around to listening to the pod and fuck i'm hooked I've been binging episodes over the last week or so, and I wanted to check out your footy and see if you dudes are actually legit. Oh! I figured you were, but you know, I had to put a face to the name. I watched Safest Stuck Up Kids part and was super hyped to see all the Detroit spots. The nollie back lip on the Anderson rail was sick. I drive by that spot every day and it fucking tortures me because I went there to feeble it back in the day and bruised both of my heels at the same time on the first try. Fuck. Damn. My qu- <laughs> That's a spot you just talked about. Yeah, that's crazy. My question for this week is about traveling and skating. When all this travel ban bullshit is over, where is the first place you want to go to skate or kick it with the local homies? Peace, Jim. It's an easy question, Jim. Right before all this bullshit went down, we had a huge plan to go to Stockholm and then Copenhagen. It was about to be on and popping. We were out of here, man, in March or end of March. It was like the last weekend of March. We were on the jet plane out of here. And then all this shit popped off. Rudy Gobert fucked the world, but maybe saved us at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to pick up right where we left off and make that trip pop. Yeah, man. I can't wait. I, I'm agreeing with Dono, and then I'll bring another one to the table just because might as well. Where else do we want to go? You know what? We say it every damn time, but we had such a good time in Boston, and I would love to go back and skate eggs and kick it with the locals. But also, you just said Dutchie moved to New York, so Maybe New in, York. Order, in order to go see our two best friends from Boston, we might have to go to New York instead. Dana and Dutchie was good players. I want to go to Miami too, man. Yeah, that too. With the winter coming. Oh, man. Alright, next up, we got an email from Yoon Ho CO. Sorry if I butchered that. A week late, but I was thinking about the Ryan Smith episode, and now I really want to hear a Baby Juice episode. Always liked him, and don't know much about him. Heel flip indies, smoking blunts with gangsters in some sketchy hotels. I want to hear more. I bet he's got some Florida man stories to entertain us. Now that I think of it, have you two ever rapid fired yourselves? I'd be interested in hearing it. My bad if I missed it, so redirect me if it's been done. Also, ever think of adding more questions? Okay, I'm not going to read the suggestions out loud, but appreciate it. Um, I think we have rapid-fired ourselves (laughs) in the past. 
This guy just shut down his email. Well, I just, when people, I didn't pre-read the email. So sometimes when it's like people trying to fucking give you suggestions on how to do your own podcast, it's like, should we take the time to read that on the pod? It's unnecessary. <laughs> but we appreciate the concern. Uh, we have rapid fired ourselves, but unfortunately we've done like well getting up to like 150 episodes so don't know which one that was in off top you're just gonna have to go back and listen to them all yo let's pick three questions to ask each other right now all right favorite video part scott kane 41163 most illegal trick blunt finger flipping (laughs) on a (laughs) mini ramp (laughs) the one trick they got away oh it's it's funny because we talked about this recently, but I, fuck, I don't want to say it because it's the one that Wade just did a Manny trick. I actually landed this oh, trick on a Manny pad. That didn't like, get away. You did that. Next I time. know, but it's like it felt like it's the clip that got away. I did this trick on a Manny pad before the camera and sequence were set up, but the like I literally had Jeff Comer there to shoot a sequence and Devin to film it, and I did it in like ten tries or less, warming up while they were setting up. And then I tried to get it for hours and hours and hours on separate occasions. And then Wade went and did it this year. So, uh, yeah, he did it good. Mine was just as good. Well, the funny part (laughs) about the whole thing is that the people you were trying to convince, one of them watched you try it a couple days earlier and you weren't coming that close. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby? Yeah. Yeah, well, that, I did it in like 2010 or something, and uh, I've gained a few pounds since then. So oh, here we go. Nolly, Snap Maker sponsor. Yeah, Maker and Steam Whistle. Shout out. But trying to Nolly shove nose, Manny, that thing ain't as easy as it once was. No, he, he, ain't, he ain't as light. <clears throat> and I don't remember how to flip out of nose, Manny, so. You can flip in. Anyways, uh, that's the one that got away, even though I landed it. You got three for me? Yeah. Um, what's the last new trick you learned? Mm, probably not what you'll know, Manny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a clean 2020 summer thing. Favorite local skater? Cody Brown. Easy. Oh, okay, okay. Or actually, right now, probably Shane Eldridge. Okay. He's flawless, man. Loft gang. Yeah. You didn't see that coming, did you? No. But shouts to Shane. Except Shane posted one of those stupid in his story half cab flip nose manis and I, I like commented flames two. on it on the first one and then the second slide was like you. a second one and it's like one or two and I was like, God damn it, fool, you had to ruin it. Oh fuck, bullshit. I feel like I should have said Aiden. Oh yeah, Aiden Johnston okay. all day. Fuck, I'm one of those shitty rapid fire guests. <laughs> uh well we'll take all three. Big love to Cody. Aiden and Shane. What a trio! That's a that's a heavy trio. Imagine a road trip. Those three. <laughs> with Aiden, little, Aiden would with be little Dez. Man out. Yeah. Um. Last person you want on the set? Classic. It's the easy man, Nikki Young for sure. <laughs> fucking guy. He just keeps fucking shit up, man. What do you mean, dog? That's your boy. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails and voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com. Oh, we got three weeks left. Four. This is episode eight, player. Four weeks left.
This is the Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, brought to you by Steam Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner, the only bus. We finally have some NBA news to talk about. Trade season is open. The draft is coming up. And then free agency. And then we're going to have a season, man. Doesn't it feel weird? Like, it's November. We should have fresh fantasy teams. But I haven't even thought about it yet. But they're coming. They're coming. So we had our first big trade. CP3 has found himself a new home down in Phoenix. I like the move. You think for his career, it's kind of uh, disappointing. I don't want to say, like, it'll be fun. I'm sure he'll bring Phoenix back to relevance. But at this point in his career, like, how many more years can we expect him to play at a high level? I'd rather see him go to a contender, you know, go to a Miami, go to... We don't need him in Toronto, but you get you, you know what I'm saying. Like, go somewhere where you have a good chance to win. I, I hate to see the old guy getting shipped around to help these struggling franchises and making them relevant instead of actually trying to win a championship. I feel like the problem was how good a job he did in OKC with the yeah. young team. Getting traded to OKC, no one thought he would play a game, let alone a whole season, take them to the playoffs and have the success that he did there. Everyone thought he was going to be gone before the season started to a contender potentially and now phoenix saw how good a job he does he's available why not bring him into the fold with ayton and booker and i mean it's great for phoenix if i'm a phoenix fan if i play for phoenix if i work for the suns i'm absolutely thrilled but i see what you mean for cp3 yeah because best case scenario he drags them to the playoffs i don't think it will be dragged i think well i mean they're gonna get there obviously and now it's going to be... They haven't even sniffed the playoffs since Booker has well, been there. Let's not forget, they were the best team in the bubble. I guess they did sniff the playoffs this year. Yeah. On some weird, like, bubble tur- entry tournament or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, do they make the playoffs, though? Like, if you look at the standings, it's fucked. Let's not forget Who was the Golden eight- State's going to be back in the playoffs. Who was the eighth seed this year in the West? Uh, Portland, because they, like, won the play-in. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fucking tough. It's going to be tough, tough. But, but OKC, you can count them out, actually, now that I think of it. Because they're going full the, you know, Honestly, no, I don't think so. Because they got... a re- they, That was a great trade for them. To replace CP with Rubio and then to add Ubre. Like, I don't even think they did that bad a job, man. And they got a first-round pick. They need to <clears throat> sell some of these first-round picks, dog. And yeah. go out there and get someone. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see Bring CP3's back. true value when uh, when they're without him. And they've got... Yeah, Rubio. He ain't CP3, but he can't shoot either. Like, fuck. Who the hell is going to shoot threes on that team now? Ubre. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I haven't looked at the standings, but like, if I had to pick someone to not make the playoffs next year, it'd probably be OKC of the teams that made it this year. Yeah. Moving on, our favorite baller skater, also on the move, Dennis Schroeder, finding a home in Los Angeles on the Lakers. Thoughts? Uh, you know, my thoughts on the Lakers. I like Schroeder. Uh, kind of bummed on that. Uh, also, just kind of indifferent on it. We'll see. I, I just want to see Steph Curry and Clay back in action, man, and shit on the Lakers all next season. <laughs> Nothing to do with the question. I know, because I, I just... Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, we'll keep it moving. Houston, 
Their time has come and gone. The window is closed. It's a wrap down there. Oh, yeah, shit. They're not going to make the playoffs if Harden's gone. They're all they are all asking for out of there. So let's pick our favorite landing spots for Harden and Westbrook. Go. For Harden, you know, the rumor is the Nets. The last thing I saw was that no, like, meaningful dialogue has taken place. But Harden turned down an extension to become the first 50 million a year player in NBA history. So you know for him right now, he's he's championship or bust. You know what I'm saying? That's all he's got on his mind. Uh, I personally wouldn't mind seeing him go to, going to the Nets. KD getting a ring, doing it his way. Uh, Harden getting his first ring. Kyrie, like whatever. It'd be like a weird super team, but I back it. Uh, I would just feel absolutely horrible for Westbrook if he's the last one from the OKC. Oh, that'd be terrible. Those photos, the even Surge, the ones with Ibaka, like there's so many of them. Like Instagram and Twitter love bringing those pictures up uh, of the what ifs and shit. But that would just leave Westbrook on an island as the only one without a. Call us a hot take if you want, but I don't think Russell Westbrook's gonna win a championship just because of the way he plays. He's been on some great fucking teams. Hasn't done it yet. What's to say it's going to happen, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't see it happening either. First of all, his contract's too massive for him to go. So to where where do you think he's going to go? They're saying Charlotte. I'm like, that's got to be the worst place Ugh. for him and for Charlotte. So either he goes to a Charlotte or a Knicks, like a, a bad team, and just sells tickets and puts up triple doubles. Or that's pretty much the only option. Like, where the fuck else is he going? Like, Miami? I don't know. That's what I was going to say. I guess Miami. And then him and Butler are going to butt heads. That's for sure. I'd like to see Harden go to Philly. I mean, I hate Philly and I hate Embiid, but he could fit there if they get rid of Simmons. I'm not sure Embiid would really like having him there, but, I mean, it could work. That'd be the weirdest. Like, just some of those guys. Like, Simmons would fucking hate no, they would have there. to move Simmons to get. Yeah, Harden. yeah. Like, yeah Simmons true. would have to go. And they would just play no defense. Like Embiid's one of those. Like he gets the big blocks and shit, but he doesn't play hard defense for a whole game. So mm. they might be become the worst defensive team overnight after being like a decent one. Yeah, two guys looking for new homes. I don't even know where they're gonna end up. All right, let's keep it moving. On to the NFL. The MVP race is heating up. And Kyler Murray is hot on Mahomes trail, man. Yeah, big shout out to that pass, the pass heard around the NFL, around the world. D-Hop, I think uh, as long as Justin Jefferson doesn't go for another 100 yards and a touchdown tonight, I think I'm a hold on against Joel DeSheet-Scullard. So uh, shout out to Kyler. I know that that pass was big for you in fantasy as well. And uh, D-Hop, man, you're just a true legend. Oh, what were we talking about? The MVP race? Nah, Mahomes still got that shit, man. I don't give a... No, I do care, but what are they, 6-3 and three now? Yeah. It's funny, though. I was going to say, like, the only argument would be that Kyler's carrying a worse team, but, like, the offense is incredible. Like, you have Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, and D-Hop. Like, you don't have the tight end, I guess, they have in Kansas, but two high-powered offense arizona is probably the the most high-flying offense in the league right now but 1a to 1b you can't take this shit away from Mahomes, man yeah it's more of a one to two for me kyler's doing spectacular things but 
some of the games they've lost were just so dusty. Like you can't just like sweep those under the rugs because he had a hail mary. You know, he was gonna. Sh- that that he was lost. Dope. It was dope how he escaped the sack and then fucking uh, cock that back, but crossbody baby that was all he's doing it in spectacular fashion like Mahomes is just doing it you know ho-hum so he's not getting the fanfare and all the hype yeah but I think Mahomes is still in the driver's seat for MVP yeah you want to talk about ho-hum how is a team 9-0 the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger quietly doing their thing they ain't getting much talk are the Pittsburgh Steelers the best team in the NFL I don't think so they've had a (laughs) they've had a light schedule like I think I heard that they had the second easiest schedule in the entire NFL. It's possible. Now they they did whoop Baltimore, and they do have a couple impressive wins. Well, I mean, after last night, beating Baltimore is not as impressive as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, dude, I'm fucking loving this Pittsburgh run. It's been uh, cool to see them. Honestly, had no idea what to expect this year with Big Ben and his arm, but so far so good and i'm just loving the old the old qb with the young ass receivers bro there's nothing better than the qb that can't run man that's (laughs) old time football like when you would see eli manning or peyton manning or tom brady escape the pocket and they can't run that's old time football, and that's ben roethlisberger if you hit him at the knees everyone in steeler nation holds their breath because he might be done for the season you see those brittle legs crumble and his big belly man i love ben (laughs) roethlisberger and I hope that it's Steelers, Chiefs in the championship game. Let the two best teams in the conference go head to head. I'd love that, but I also if that's gonna be it, I just wanna see Chiefs and Baltimore and Chiefs and Steelers. Like so wherever they meet. Because so last want the year we Chiefs got deprived. To get the Ravens first. Yeah, last year we got deprived. It would have been the Ravens to don't look as good as like yeah, have true. you been watching? They don't look no, that great. Me, the I've offense looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson is not a great passer this year. Uh, Hollywood Brown is not taking that next step that he was drafted in fantasy to do. So, Simon. Yeah, no, I know. Trust me. But it still would be exciting. Even the mere mention of the Ravens is making you yawn. (laughs) Yeah, no, they, they definitely have been a bit of a letdown this year, but... I still think that would be an exciting game. So maybe they meet up in the second round and then Steelers uh, in the championship. That'd be dope. I've, I think that'll be one of those games where you think it's going to be great and then it's just an ass whooping. Actually, yeah, that's true because anytime they meet in the regular season, they get their asses whooped. Mahomes just fucking cooks them, man. Lamar even said they're their kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Ghost, take us out of here. Uh, all right, yo. Peace. Uh, Hey, hey.